From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 259 for the week of February 27, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Mary Jo leads us in a discussion of the new steampunk-inspired exhibit at the Disney Gallery and all the associated merchandise. Mary Jo. Thanks, Tom. Hi, uh-huh. everybody. Hello. Um, hey. This. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, this past weekend, Disneyland um, opened their new exhibit called Mechanical Kingdoms, Steam-Driven Visions of a Victorian Future Art, and it um, is showing at the Disney Gallery on Main Street, and it happened to be that most of the team was there at Disneyland on the opening day, and we went over to the gallery to look at the merchandise and the artwork, and ran into some artists there that we were able to chat with, and it was really cool, I thought. What did what did you guys think when you first went there? I liked it. The signage is really nice. The, I mean, just the presentation of the signage. Usually they do a really nice, cool um, title Banner. of the exhibit yeah. out in front, and I thought it was really fun. And let me just explain, for those of you who do not know what steampunk is, um, they should go back to which show we did. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, every other one. Well, just just a reminder. You know, Disney's been doing steampunk for years uh, before it even had a name, and it's um, inspired. If you think of, um, I think Nancy had said, "League of Extraordinary Gentlemen," um, the Jules Wild Wild, Verne. yeah, Jules Verne, H.G. Wells, the Wild Wild West movie with um, Will Smith. All of right. that is steampunk. So if you think of 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 um, the old west or Victorian age, but using gears and modern uh, machinery, steam powered though, um, all of that comes makes steampunk. So at the Disney Gallery, they have you know, when you first walk in, it's always the merchandise. So when you walk in, you'll see artwork, you see clothing, um, different items that are for sale, and they have some. Um, 3D. Yeah, we're, talk- we're talking about the Disneyana shop, also, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry, the Disneyana shop right. right before you get to the gallery. Yeah. Well, I consider all of that the gallery, but you're yeah, right. I know. Tom. Thank I know. you. Yeah. The, um, the sign says Disneyana, which is confusing. Yeah, that's true. It, okay, so, but um, the one that's right next to the Opera House, right. or in the Opera House, the or it bank, used to be well, the, bank the Bank of America, the Bank and the Opera House. And when you walk in, you see a lot of the um, the artwork that's for sale, as well as some of the the cool um, figurines that they have that are have Disney characters on various um, steampunk or various uh, mechanical um, machinery. So they have uh, Mickey and I'm trying to find the the yeah, Mickey's like in a little steampunk roadster. Yeah, I really like that one. They have Mickey in a uh, steampunk roadster, and he's got his little uh, spectacles on. And they have Daisy with a rocket. Um, 
Donald in a boat and uh, Goofy with a train. And what I also thought was really cool is they have a mini and a carousel horse, but that carousel horse is steam powered. So I thought that was really neat. And then when you walk into the gallery itself, you see the various art exhibits. And it was kind of cool because when we first walked in, the first person, I think Tom saw him first, was David Avancino. And uh, he, you actually had interviewed him yeah, well, he on was our on show. show. So I'll make sure we put the link in the show notes so you can go back and listen to him talk about all of his, his things that he made. And it was really neat running into him. He he had this really cool um, watch <laughs> band that he he just put together and he made it. And I was sure that it was made out of brass or copper. And he it's I don't know if we should say what it's made out of it, but and yeah. it's very cool. The, the, how Take he the wind out together. of Pete's sails. Go ahead. <laughs> that should I tell him? Yeah, it's made yeah. it's made out of paper. He used different different types of paper to create this this bracelet with a Mickey watch on it. And the Mickey, I believe, is looks a lot like his artwork, that yeah, um, the, uh, the 3D it, sale. Steam, Steampunk Willie. Yeah, Steampunk Willie. So cool. And uh, so he showed that to us, and we all got our picture with him and chatted with him. Um, he has some really cool pieces there in the, in the gallery, and I... I want um, this the steampunk Sleeping Beauty castle. It's really cool. <laughs> oh, and that and and some of the other you know he does these three D the artwork and uh, for those well you, you all should know who Dave is because like I said he, we interviewed him but um, what he was talking about on that steampunk Willie is he painted the painting then he cut it he cut it all out and then he made it three D so it's it's just a really neat painting. And then I saw another um, artist who was all decked out in his steampunk, and that was Mike Peraza. And I was reading a little bit about him, and he's actually an Imagineer. He's worked with um, some of the nine old men, and he's been with Disney for quite a quite a while. So his artwork, I think, reflects more of the Disney style. If you look at it, he did the twenty uh, the twenty thousand leaks. Under the sea. Yeah, he has a lot of humor in his artwork combined with the steampunk motif. And he and the the artwork that he had was um, inspired by um, the Disney animation. If you look, he has another one called Milliner to the Queen, and it's um, the Mad Hatter, and it's he based that drawing off of the Mad Hatter in, um, I mean, the Alice in Wonderland, actual, the, uh, the original book. And he um, says that Ward Kimball was um, a fan of the Victorian type of art. And so he had actually done some do- doodles, had done some sketches for Mike Peraza. And so I think Mike... Um, took that into consideration when he was creating. And the detail is amazing in all of these paintings. Um, so his other work of art is the Rocketeer, Mickey's Rocket, the original Rocketeer. And you'll notice that one's very colorful, and I think that one's really eye-catching when you walk into the gallery. Um, as I was walking around... Go ahead, Nancy. I think oh, I was going to say, yeah, definitely. I, those were really, really fun. And at first, it was kind of like... 
I at first I wasn't sure if they fit, but the more and more I looked at them, I the more I enjoyed them. And we should mention that all the stuff we're talking about right near, now is for sale. Yes. Yep. All of the um, originals as well as mm-hmm. all of the G-Clays that were made from the original. Right. And speaking of that, um, the other artist that I had the um, opportunity opportunity to talk to is um, Mark Page. And he also, he works for Walt Disney Imagineering, and he does steampunk. A lot of his artwork is steampunk. And I saw him walking around, and, and I asked him if he was an artist, and he said yes. And so he took us over, and I think he took Nancy <laughs> he and took, me over. He yeah. took you, or you dragged him to his own? No. Yeah, he, it was no, very cute. He, yeah. <laughs> He, I, I was waiting for him for an opening, and as soon as somebody walked away, I just kind of like glomped on him, you know. It was like, oh. She did. It was it was a good glomping, but he was such a cutie pie. <laughs> yeah, he was he was super nice. Well, they were all nice, but yeah. he took the time to show us his his artwork and and his were the pieces I loved the most out of the whole show. He, I gotta admit, his vehicles, they're vehicles, and they're they're such a different take on the traditional vehicles. Oh, you know what else was steampunk? Um, Atlantis, Disney's movie Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Yes, Treasure Planet definitely too. Um, Mark was telling me that um, one of his paintings, he, he did four, four different designs. One of them had already sold, the original. And what he did is he took five, you know, because they make prints of the designs. And so he took five prints from each of his designs and he um, embellished them with gold paint. And then he signed those with gold paint also. And they only sell for $100 more than what the other prints sell for. So I thought that was a really good um, bargain, I guess. you could. Say, I don't <laughs> want to say bargain, a it good was, value. It was a very nice plussing. Yeah. They were nice. definitely plussed, and they were very attractive. And so this the this art the, this art show falls right into the genre, the type of work that he normally does. Um, he's got a really cool vehicle with Mickey and Minnie. I believe that's the one that sold. Um, yeah, that was the one that sold the original. That one was an airship with Mickey and Minnie. Then there was the submarine with Daisy. And Donald, um, Scrooge McDuck, and the nephews in an amazing car, um, which Mary Jo I think has a little couple trivia bits to talk about. And then there was also Goofy in a helicopter, I believe, or something. And they're all steam powered, yes. so it's really really cool. Yeah, a, a fun one about the uh, the McDuck that he told Nancy and me about is. When he on the original that he did, which shows two, ve- it shows three vehicles in this in this one. That's one I think you really like, Nancy. Um, actually, um, no, that wasn't the one I really liked. But it, th- what he did was um, he did the vehicle, and then you know how when artists draw cars, they like to do design features and little extra side drawings that might feature a different angle or such. That's what he did with this one. Um, to show like some of the different um, benefits of the vehicle, you know, like the and certain details. Yeah, it's kind really of like it a shows- James, kind of like details on a James Bond car. <laughs> with with the with the McDuck family, yes. um, and what was kind of funny is even though he's an Imagineer, on the original when he wrote McDuck, 
<laughs> the the D in duck is a lowercase d. And he said that he and his wife, I mean, he, he painted it and nobody noticed it, caught it until it went into production. And then they caught it for the print. So they fixed the D on the print. So the prints will say um, McDuck with a capital D, but if you look at the original, it has a lowercase d on it. So that was really that cool. was kind of a cool little tidbit he told us about that. Wasn't there another trivia little trivia thing he told us about a date or something? Yeah, there sure was. It was Carl's Carl Bark's birthday was actually worked into the piece. I'm bringing <gasps> oh I'm bringing it up. Um, because he's such a big Carl Barks fan, what he did was there's a little um, there's a little detail by the engine, and it's a raised up kind of um, if you think about it as sort of a power generatoroid kind of spinning. Um, some people would call it a flux capacitor looking thing, and uh, it has three little um, three little numbers in its. Um, detailing and those three numbers are Carl Barks birthday. Who's Carl Barks? Carl Barks is the original um artist involved in Donald Duck. I didn't know that. That's a cool cuz I, I heard th- Carl Marx and I'm like yeah, okay that's I heard, interesting yeah, no, but was, I'm not sure what the relationship was. No, it was, was Carl Barks. Carl Barks was uh <laughs> Donald Duck's um first animator. <laughs> okay. So and Tom and I were the same. The, I was, and Carl Barks also did all of the Donald Duck comic books. Thanks, Nancy. That was that's really neat. <laughs> I I sure information. <laughs> what he was talking about when he said that, but it was re- I really appreciated that he took the time out to um, to talk to us. Um, I had approached Mike Peraza first, so I was still kind of a little hesitant i didn't realize that they would be um so willing to talk to the fans and what had happened is they this was left over from the morning when they were all autographing their um, merchandise for guests so they had an art signing um they were there and also jim couch was there um earlier in the day and we caught them at the end they were still kind of hanging around what was kind of cool is um there was one lady, I'm not sure who she was, but Mike Peraza was decked out in steampunk regalia. So when we oh do the God, blog, so fun. oh, it was it was just so cool that that they um, really got into it. And uh, Dave put our uh, Diz Diz unplugged pins buttons right on his jacket, so he was walking around with them. So that was fun talking to him. Um, if you go into the gallery you'll see that their list of artists are there with a little bio about them i'm just going to name besides the ones that we saw there was jim crouch jeremy fulton brian kessinger noah who also i remember noah from the castles when Mm he um had done some artwork for them too and then javier soto is another um artist so they have artwork all throughout um, they also have prints that you can purchase. And then in the front, in the Disneyana store part, they have the smaller, um, less expensive prints. personal prints. Yes. Um, the things that you would take home and put in an 11 by 14 frame. 
that are already matting and the matting on these is beautiful it's got instead of just being a plain straight rectangular matting it's got um, little flourishes kind of um, not leaf like but you know arabesque kind of flourishes in the corners and stuff so they're very nice pieces to have at home and they run about I think 38 each for those the G clays were what 329 or 390 yeah they were running around 300 little three to and the ones with, I think and then it was a, an, another 100 more it was 400 and something for the ones that Mark was showing that Mark Page was showing that he had um, um, embellished they had there and then um there was also a disney imagineer um sketching and i don't know if she nancy do you know if she does requests or does she just sketch she's an artist and she does the um standard um sketch requests that you can find in disney parks throughout the like the people at off the page right. Um, in California Adventure, we'll do um, sketch requests. You know, you look through the booklet and you say which character, or, you know, you ask for a specific character and they just draw it right up there. Yeah, it, I definitely recommend going to the to the gallery and looking at all of the art in the back, um, getting somebody, or if you want to get a classic Disney picture, you can get some of that. Um, Jody and Kevin still have some of their artwork. I think they were saying that the Tiki um, figurines, that those were the last ones, that there were no more. Yeah. So the end of the 50th anniversary Tiki room. Yeah, so there were just a few of those left um, that they were still selling there in addition to all of the the, uh, steampunk items. Well, there's still Um, some of Dave's from his last art event as well. Oh, my Um, gosh. There were like three or four pieces from his last art event. So keep in mind that that shop is predominantly for um, these types of exhibits and to kind of help theme along with the exhibits. Now, what about the area next door that's part of the... the Opera House? That was actually my favorite part of the exhibit. That was really cool because that was all concept art for, for... different Disney attractions um, that have a steampunk sort of flair to them. Because Tomorrowland in Disneyland Paris is all based on Jules Verne and the um, the visionary um, designs that that book inspired. So, um, so they had all of that. They had... Um, as you all know, the submarine from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is very steampunk. And so they had um, some sketch drawings of that, as well as sketch drawings from some of the steampunk-style attractions. Tokyo Disney Sea is fairly steampunk-oriented in its artwork, and they have a, a lagoon attraction where um, or there was a concept designs for a lagoon attraction where the fish are ba- the ride vehicle is basically a steampunk fish. And you sit inside the fish and you look through its eyes and there are spotlights you can shine. I thought that was really funky. Michael, did you have a favorite piece? Oh, I enjoyed, because I've been to Tokyo Disney Sea, I enjoyed seeing mm-hmm. all that concept art. It's from the American waterfront area. And, you know, they had it for, you know, the vehicle. They also had models of some of the vehicles, like for Aquatopia 
and for the there's a rather large um, attraction where you sort of ride through a storm. I think it's called Storm Rider or something like that. They have that. I especially enjoyed the concept art for Discovery Bay that was Tony Baxter's idea for a Fantasyland and Frontierland expansion. Also, there were plans to embellish Rivers of America with some of the folk tales of uh, you know American folk tales like Paul Bunyan, things like that. They had some concept art for one of those um, sort of uh, scenes that was in steampunk, you know, you know, motif, and you know it due you know due to budget constraints, all of that got pulled. But they had the concept art for what was going to go in the, one of the Frontierland sections of Rivers of America. So that's why I found that all that whole section really fascinating. Did you, by any chance, read the tags on the uh, steampunk weapons? I um, I did. That was for a Disney Channel show from 2012. Interesting. And it was it was about a teenage girl. I'd never heard of the show, but those were all props from that show. Oh, cool. I thought the whole thing was a lot of fun. But you guys know I've been a steampunk fan since a long, yeah. long time. Now, the, the back room of the Disneyana side, that wasn't part of... Was that part of the exhibit, too? Or was that something else? I don't think so. That seemed to be... Um, kind of Art remaining of... from, like, the castle exhibit. Yeah, and the yeah, steam okay. train exhibit. Yes, yeah. that's what yeah. it was. It was a steam train, right? Because it seemed extra crowded back there too. Like they had shoved more art into the into the room. It seemed to be kind of a mishmash. And mishmash. I thought it was really interesting that they had changed it around too, and they had put the artist in the middle of that room where they had had more display cases. Because normally that artist um, sits in the little kind of reproduction of an animator's office. What in the center room? Yeah. yeah, in the in the, the, in the exhibit the room. Well, they that's now where they're doing the cells that they're selling. Part of that okay, ink and the new cell, ink and paint yeah, cells. Ink and paint cells. Okay, so that makes sense that they move the sketch artist out from that room then. Okay. Oh, did mean? anybody catch what was in the vault this time? Or did you know, I walked the right vault open. It, the it vault. was open. It had some steampunk, and I don't remember what it was, but there were a couple paintings in there. Oh, dang, I'll have to catch that next time I'm there. Always something you didn't see. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much in there. It's. I'm definitely going to be going back, and I'm really tempted to get something this time from there. I really like the artwork. Yeah. I totally am buying those pictures of Mark's because those are just, just classically cool. See, and I like Dave's stuff. I, I love the, um, the oh, love names using the pieces of disneyland mm-hmm. I, dave um, i wish i could afford your stuff on a regular basis <laughs> well but uh, like you talked about on his sh- on on the show we talked did last week like the the steampunk um steampunk willy uh piece and the sleeping beauty castle steampunk piece he, he's made into prints so you get a little bit of the shadow and you and you get but you get the art for cool. what, thirty nine ninety five. 
Yeah, I didn't I, see I, those I, in the store, so that's. Funny. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they were definitely there. He had a few that were left over that were pre-autographed too. But yeah, I think, the, I think those were gone the next time the, I looked. Um, I know on Saturday. I don't. I if they're still there, they're going to go quickly, especially the three D, uh, mm-hmm. steam like steampunk Willie. That's a fantastic piece. Yeah, it is. And and also so, they have elements on them that glow, that green. You know, headlights oh, yeah, or lights. eyes on the carousel oh, horse. The, um, on the little statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on the figurines. The figurines were great. Sorry, figurines. Sorry, little statues. The figurines were all lit <laughs> so that they had kind of that odd sort of um, ethereal glow to them. You know, ethereal um, mechanical glow to them. It was really cool. So the Mechanical Kingdoms exhibit should be in... In the Disney Gallery and, and adjoining Disneyana shop, basically indefinitely. Usually they they were there what three four months yes. before they like before that. they switch out. So you definitely have time to go check it out and check out the great merchandise and all the artists that. Um, I'm, I'm I'm assuming every once in a while they may have an artist in there to to sign merchandise and we'll, well let you know. Well, isn't Dave doing? Isn't uh, Dave, Dave, Dave will be back, I think, next month doing, yeah. but I think he's doing the, the, the names thing. I don't know. Well, yeah. Be too. The names but. thing is his thing. Yep. Anything else, Mary Jo? Um, I think that's it. I think, I think you basically, um, summarized it. I, I really recommend that people go in there and at least look at the artwork because it's so well done and we only touched on three of the artists there's four four more Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. there's there's a few more with other artwork there that's just that like i said before the detail is just amazing and also as michael and nancy were talking about in the opera house part um the actual models of the attractions and the sketch and the concept art for the attractions um, is really cool to look at also. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, team. That is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Bye.